Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash. They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it has to the tell. Dungeons and debacles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. I'm your host and dungeon master, Kevin. Going around the table, Hannah. I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia, the human rogue. And John. Hello. I play Lunadas, Elven Monk. And Shane. I'm Shane. I'm playing Alexander, the human wizard bard. God, so much energy. And Oliver. I'm Oliver, and I will be playing Edo Belmont. These prices are insane. That's more like it. Hi, I'm Blake, and I'll be playing Julia, the Eldritch Knight Wizard Dragonborn. So, anyway, last time on Dungeons and Debacles podcast, uh, you guys were in Asheville uh, doing some shopping, moving through the city, trying to get some information on what is going down in the town. You found out that there has been some half work attacks on patrols outside the city. Um, you've heard that. Um, some troubles have been stirred up between Asheville and the half-orcs of the Bonebreaker camp. The guards and some people in Asheville, the rumors that they are hearing um, is that it was caused by some red talons on the other side of the river who've been stirring up trouble. Um, you decided to head out of town towards the Bonebreaker's camp when you came upon a battle between some, it looked like, Asheville guards some battle mages and the uh, companion um, silver dragonborn cull against a group of half orcs uh, down in this valley between hills um, Talia saw this and decided to inch back down the hill and I think you guys decided that you weren't going to get involved in this battle so that's where you find yourselves now so what are we doing Going to the Bonebreaker camp, letting I, Cole kill I still tied up? <laughs> I don't know that we actually did tie you up. I thought, I'm pretty sure you guys did. No. Oh, alright. Well. Why would they have tied you up? Uh, because he tried to kill us all. I would say He's all. Jerk. And that's bullshit. You fucking lion. Well, you you went through the, Ash, the city of Ashfell, so I don't think you would have been carting this... Adel through the city tied up. Why not? Probably not. Slavery is a thing. It's okay. That would probably draw attention. Yeah, exactly. Like you could sell not them. draw attention. <laughs> it's just the wheels. So anyway, let's continue to the Bonebreaker camp. Let's get away from Cole as quickly as we can. So uh, I'll be calling them. <laughs> so what you're seeing right now, I'm going to ping pretty much your location of uh, where this battle has happened. You're kind of off of uh, the path over here to the right. You'll see this uh, wood line of trees that extends up through these hills, uh, which is kind of a, a path through this forested area uh, in between the hills. And the battle that you're seeing is basically like where I pinged. Uh, kind of uh, off of that path so you probably still have a good we'll say like a mile and a half two miles before the bonebreaker camp so uh, as you're moving let's stop before we get to the camp make sure we have our story straight I just wanted to get away from the call so uh, are you taking the a path through the hills or which which way are you going are you following this forest trail well, we have the parts, so we probably have to take the trail. Yeah, totally. Let's do it. Take the trail. As Nothing can go wrong then. So as you're going up through this uh, trail, um, Turin's going to pull his horse up to your cart, Alunidas, and uh, 
he's going to say, you think this is such a good idea, just going to the camp? I mean, these half-orcs are prickly and not that welcoming at the best of times, but it'll kind of be like walking to, into a hornet's nest, don't you think? Yes, that's true. We do need to get to the tomb of what's-his-name. Is it in the camp? Do you know? It's in the I, summit. Uh, Oliver, you're not in this conversation. <laughs> Bitch knows him right. <laughs> um, so he's going to say, I, I don't know exactly where it is. I'm, I'm assuming it's somewhere near it. Maybe we can scout around before we head in. We might have to head in. Hopefully we won't. The less we have to deal with the half orcs, the better. The less we have to deal with anyone, the better. Well, we'll have you thought about what you would say going in. I mean, we're basically just showing up at their camp with all the troubles going on between Asheville and the half-orcs. I mean, what do we say? As to that, uh, the fact that Cole was fighting one of their people might help us out. And we would have to give them some sort of story, some reason why we went to them and not to the city. The orcs are not fond of non-orcs, right? I'd say that's valid. Well, maybe we can come up with some story. Uh, I guess I'll get motion the others in to closer to the cart. Ask if they have any suggestions as to some story that can get us into the camp if we have to go into the Windbreaker camp. So, uh, Lunadas is gonna like slow his cart and, and motion everybody to kind of huddle up, and I'm guessing you're still kind of moving towards the camp. Yeah, slow. So, Alexander, Talia, any ideas? I got no, uh, no rejection of those ideas. I am not sure. I think we should get back on the path soon. Turn's gonna say, I don't really make plans. It usually stops with the the point of my spear. No one saw that coming. He's just gonna give you a look and, and then turn around, ignore you, and look back at John. Elunidas. Elunidas. Anyway, uh, what reason might we have for going to the half-orcs instead of to the city? Is there some sort of non-town sort of god that might have encouraged us to head toward them? Uh, give me a... Everybody give me a history check. Alright. This one's not covered in my studies. I got a three. And I got... A six. That's okay. Like Juliet nailed it, though. <laughs> um, so with a history check of 18, which is, was the highest, it's enough to know that um, these orcs up here basically worship Kord, much like the um, half-orcs on the uh, grass isle. I don't know anything about Kord. Well, he's a, a god of some sort, probably of strength and courage and whatever else it is that orcs enjoy. Could we possibly be acolytes of Kord? And thus, we would not want to go to Ashfell and instead go toward the half-orcs? That's a thought, but... Uh... Maybe we claim to be traitors instead, and we wanted to get something from the half-orcs that we couldn't get from Ashfell. Would they really respect traitors, though? I mean, force of personality is different than force of arms. Maybe we're a traveling band of geologists, and we want to look at the mountain. That's so dumb, it just might work. Let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole thing about Korb... I'm liking the idea, but we just have to figure out a way how to work that into a reason to go get the belt, girdle, whatever it is. Right, so we have so, the idea of traitors, we have the idea of religious monks or whatnot passing through. What else? What else could we possibly A troop have? of some kind. Talia can do little sleights of hand. Alexander can do... Uh, uh, music. And I can break I can you. do acrobatics. You and Adel can do uh, uh, percussion. Strength. <laughs> I was thinking feats of strength. Yeah, like drums. <laughs> we got the drums. I actually like what the orcs on the island uh, prior to this. Maybe if we show them a display of strength of some kind, they'll at least let us go through. I have a 20 strength. 
Or you could be what a is? cord archaeologist. <laughs> We're looking for cordite. Raiders of the Lost Girdle. Maybe let's uh, circle the camp. Um, Alexander, you have disguised self. Yes? I do. Um, I just less. I was thinking that Alexander could disguise himself as a half-orc and just go in and look around, see if there's any sort of tomb inside the camp. I think that'd work for, like, a camp of people. You know what I mean? I think we'd have to, like, knock it, somebody out and he'd have to disguise himself as that person. He has a magic spell called Disguise Self, but I don't know. So do and I. We've seen multiple other orcs. Turin's gonna speak up and says, we could always kidnap one and cut little pieces off of them until they tell us what we want to know. That sounds like... Or I could just cast Zone of Truth. Can't do that. You know. That would be highly effective, yeah. Yeah, Zone of Truth would be highly effective. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someone would actually cast. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> but why are, we, why are we using Zone of Truth? Kidnapping someone, making them talk. Yeah, Zone of Truth. Couldn't we just beat them up and ask them to talk? Well, they might lie. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, sure, it's totally over there. Mm -hmm. Just stop hitting me. Or don't lie. <laughs> I got a zone of truth, though. They also resist torture. Um, they'd probably, it'd probably take forever to for, like, one of these tough half-orcs. You know what I mean? Probably. They do probably have high constitution scores. Exactly. So zone of truth that we plan on interrogating would be our best bet. So how about Talia and Alexander... Uh, scout around. The rest of us try to uh, find someone to talk to out here. Alright. By top, do you mean old hostage? No, I mean kidnap and torture. So, what's the plan? You split in the party? Yeah, split the party, because that's safe. Yep, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna split the party four ways, and uh, we're just all gonna go on our separate ways and become traveling merchants or whatever else we're going to go and pursue our dreams just so you know i have a very low dexterity score i'm not good at sneaking you wouldn't have what to sneak you if you're disguised he has very high charisma and okay. that sort of lying check so he'd be very good at uh the sort of spying without sneaking sort of stuff i would think wait okay, so, these, so these what sort of plan are we going works right we're splitting the party apparently we're gonna go find somebody if i remember I'm pretty sure that's what you said Make a decision. I mean, how did you guys get in with the, the guys on the island? We crashed there. Luck. <laughs> Luck. And and we crashed there, beat a bunch of them up, and, uh, and killed We crashed. We asked for help. They sent us on a quest. We killed a few people. Then uh, Blake tried to seduce someone, and it didn't go well. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just use Disguise Self as a, just like a random work that I've seen from the last camp that we went to. So you're going to Disguise Self as a half-orc? Correct. Okay. Okay, so that lasts an hour. Is he a pretty half-orc? Uh, that's up to him. He has a very high charisma. Could you bring yeah, us in there like under the guise of new recruits or something like that? I don't, I don't think that would work, but okay. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. Well, then, <laughs> I, I am out guys, of ideas. You guys are pretty neat. You want to, like, have them join us in battle? Wait, I, what if um, Alexander and possibly Talia were half-orcs from the island who were traveling up here to visit the tomb of their ancestor. Might that be a thing half-orcs would do? Oh, I like that idea. <laughs> or you could always the, Death the, Star prison it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other concern is that it only lasts for an hour. So, like, I can imagine that it's, it's if we do manage to talk our way into the village and be like, yeah, we're just from the island and we want to go you know, see the tomb of our ancestor, and like in the middle of that, we're going to our disguise is going to drop. That's a valid concern. Like, I kind of like the idea of us being a troop of, of, of you know, uh, traveling gypsies. We have the cart for it, and the horses. 
I'm here pretending to be a strong man. <laughs> but what business will we have going there? That would be my concern. Can't entertain, obviously. Yeah, and then, you know, we were just... We just wanted to to travel and entertain, and... And, and we don't trust city folk. Exactly. Because yep. they tend to tra- chase us off. And we could say that this half-orc told us about this village and said that they might enjoy said entertainment. And then you can name drop somebody from the island that you guys remember. Let me uh, let me ask a question here. How many of you actually have skills in some sort of performance? Uh, I think has acrobatics. strength would be... On uh, Sundays I play a D&D character. <laughs> uh, it is a charisma-based thing, so I have a little bit. I have a 14, so I could get away with that. It doesn't work that way. You actually have to have, you know, I could be like the most charismatic motherfucker on earth, but it doesn't mean I can play piano. Yeah, I know. True, but like I could do, you know, I could do pizza, like a little sleight of hands, making a coin disappear from here, making it appear over there. Like that's that's something that I would have practiced. I can also lift up a wagon. And don't you have a cantrip or something for some sort of sleight of hand too? Or uh, mage hand. So let's do the band of gypsies. I really like that. I'm gonna dress up like a gypsy now. Or can someone help me with that? What does the gypsy well, the strong man basically just takes his shirt off. I think. Yeah, that was the plan. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What? What's his name? Do that instead. Fuck. What? You guys just want me to kill him, don't you? No. We have no idea who you're talking about. I think you mean, you mean our Turin barbarians. Turin. He's probably slightly stronger than me. Yeah, uh, but I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> you going in there and saying I'm a strong man to some half-orcs fighters that have like a strength of 20? <laughs> they might not be all that impressed. Fair enough. Um. Yeah. But I mean, to regular folk, you know, I guess that would be pretty impressive i'm gonna i'm gonna go with it okay so the plan is is you guys are like a traveling some sort of oddity show we're a troop of performers we're the companions a circus we don't know (laughs) all right lame well like circus a lame all right so um are you i guess you guys are headed toward the camp now that you have your plan? Yes. Yeah. Our plan. Yeah. Quote unquote. Does Shane know about our plan? Yeah, I don't imagine. Okay. I don't well, know since if you, you are him. yourself, Shane. He was asking if you, not Alexander. So, yeah. Alrighty. Let's do this. So, uh, as you near this camp, everybody give me a perception check. Dope. We're going to get hit with arrows. 21. 19! Hello! Shane got all those shit. Look at all those crits. Except for Tully. <laughs> Pretty good. I was <laughs> looking down at the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm too short. <laughs> <laughs> Abbott was totally like chewing on your ankle or something. <laughs> Alright, so everybody but uh, Talia, as you near this camp, you are going to start seeing these uh, watchtowers uh, above the trees and the hills. Um, they appear to be made out of wood and they're about a hundred feet tall. That uh, gives them a view over the hills and trees. And uh, you're going to see a half orc in one of these towers um, start yelling, yelling and motioning to someone on the ground. Cool. Okay, guys, he mentioned that they were wood. That means we have to set them on fire. <laughs> So um, you're going to um, come over the last hill and you're going to see this camp. Um, it's down in a valley and it has uh, this uh, probably about a 10 foot tall, like uh, a wooden log um, spiked at the top fence that goes all the way around it, except for a large gate. You can see through the gate and uh, this camp itself looks like it's about a half mile wide and inside you can see some yurts and wooden homes inside of it and there's some cook fires as uh, they're beginning to cook their mills at this point 
it's getting on towards uh, evening time and uh, you can see a wide stream that uh, runs under um, through the hills and underneath this uh, uh, wooden fence uh, that goes around and you're also going to see a large structure above the rest of them towards uh, the middle of this camp uh, it looks like it's got a large canvas tent for a roof and then you're also going to see four half orcs standing outside of this gate and you're still probably about a good hundred yards away from it neat we keep going okay wait wait, wait. what's your names everybody needs to have names oh uh we use our real names Gipio, alan smitty johnson <laughs> <laughs> i'll be john wait a minute one of the companions. She's a priestess of Cord. Yeah. What about it? Her name is Lox, so that will be my name. Okay. Okay, sure. Okay. What if they know who that is and you try to pretend to be that person? No relation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you're going to get up to this gate, and um, the four half orcs are going to come up and walk out of the gate and surround you. And there's this one that's got this large black top knot that comes out of his head. And uh, all these half orcs are like huge beef boys. They all have- lifting. They, yeah. They all have uh, spears and long swords. He's gonna uh, stop you and come up to uh, Lunadas's cart and put his hand on it. He's gonna say, what business do you have here? We're traveling performance group and we'd like to try and get in and uh, make some help perform your people make some money performance group don't you know that we're in a time of war right now when else is a better time to lift the spirits um (laughs) give me a uh, persuasion Uh, that's a 19 so he says pretty good you do have a point but I I can't let you in we're on lockdown right now. All the attacks from Ashfell. Where are you from? Are you from Ashfell? No, 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 no. Ah. Uh, I say that shithole? Nah. And uh, so he's going to say, we're on lockdown right now and I can't let anybody in. I don't know how you got this far through our patrols. Well, we did hear some fighting in the woods. They might have been occupied. We, we steered away from the fighting. Fighting, you say? Yes, oh. it sounded like combat. How far? I'm not sure. A few miles? Does anyone else remember about how far it was? I'm not a good judge of distance. You would know it was probably about a mile back on this trail. I say it's about a mile back on this trail. <laughs> no shame. <laughs> so, um, this uh, large half orc in the, the top knot is going to motion towards one of these other guards, and that guard's going to run into the camp. And the uh, guy at the top knot is going to motion you to uh, pull over to the side of the road. And then uh, I work the winds of destiny off to the side of the path. So he's going to motion to another guy and he's um, going to take back off into the camp. And he says, we'll have troops moving here through through here soon. I need you to pull off or go back the way you came. Fair enough. Um, would it be all right if we went to the north around your camp? If there's lots of fighting, we don't want to encounter anymore. If that's all right. Um, he's going to say, um, it's there's really not a good way unless it's through the camp. You can go through the hills, but it'll take you a while to get through, and there's really nothing to the north except for the mountains and the volcano. I suggest you go back the way you came. I look around at everyone else. Will kicked us out. What does he say to that? What'd you say? But Asheville kicked us out. I don't care what Asheville did. It's none of my concern, and neither are your problems. Can I cast Charm Person on him? Would that be okay? Let's just just be on our way, I think. Wait. You respect Cord, don't you? 
Why, yes. Cord is our god. Then you must know that our strength and courage for even getting here is more than worth your time. Strength and courage of riding a horse? In the middle of a war zone with a bunch of entertainers? He's gonna laugh. <laughs> Alright, how about this? You and me, one on one. We win, you let us through. Rip. Are you sure you don't want me to do that? He says, you getting in this camp isn't a matter of an honor fight. So then what exactly would it take? I have orders not to let anyone in, much less anyone else who's not a part of this clan. For all I know, you could be Ashfell spies. I'm being very nice for not having you killed right here on the spot. Let's just uh, go back the gate the way we came, guys. It's it's not. A, we'll find another town to to entertain. Now, hold yeah, on. We, we didn't fight we the entire Bonebreaker clan to be stopped here by some orkling. Orkling. So, <laughs> do you say that in character? Oh yeah, definitely. He says, "When did you fight a Bonebreaker clan? I've never seen of you or heard of you." Adel, you still have that sword? Yeah. I bring out my, my sword, uh, unsheath it, and show him, and then just uh, kind of rest my hands on it. So we happened you... to acquire this particular sword from the Bonebreaker clan during our visit there, where we beat them to a pulp. And uh, he pulls out that sword, and the two remaining half-orcs are going to pull up their spears, thinking that he's going to attack, and they're going to start moving towards him. And the one in the top knot is going to say, drop the weapon. I place it slowly behind me in the back of the cart, but within reach of me. So they ease up a little bit. He's going to say, I don't care what fancy trinket or weapons you picked up from some other Afworks. You get the impression that he doesn't know what that sword is, other than just a sword. Uh, I whisper to the Dragonborn, uh, tell him it's a breaker. Maybe that'll fucking jog their memory. I don't know. Said they're bone breaker. God damn it! I don't know, man. <laughs> I can cast charm person. And what? Just wave your hands around they... magically and hope they don't notice. Yeah, they Jedi mind trick style. Realize that they were tricked. Is that how charm person works? Yes. I thought that was how yes. the, the friend spell works. Never mind. Um. Fuck. I'd say let's just go. Anybody got suggestion? <laughs> I might actually. Let me check. I think, I think uh, I Alexander's might. actually used it before. Uh, yeah, back when we murdered uh, the Lord Mayor of Kala, or justly killed him in our pursuit of righteous something or other. I have calm emotions. They don't like magic. Let's not cast magic. Shit ton of. Uh, it's got a very large range. The sword belonged to Borsh from Big Bone Breaker himself. Uh, so you say that? Uh, yes. And uh, they're going to ease their weapons down and say, Borsh, you say. What evidence do you have? The sword, me? Yeah, you we, say that? We really just have the sword itself. I knew I shouldn't have thrown away that orc head. Um. <laughs> well, she also got that uh, venereal disease from what's his name? Or the scale rot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's very personal. And then he's going to say, How does a group of performers and entertainers, if this is Borsh's sword, which I don't believe that it is, how exactly would you get it from Chief of the uh, Grass Isles? You expect me to believe a, a bunch of bards beat him in combat? Well, uh, technically, and. <laughs> Juliet shoves Adel to the front. This is our strong man. I flex. <laughs> He's gonna laugh. It was a contest of strength. We already tried that, but uh, nobody else has any ideas. Was I the only one on the grass aisle? Uh, no, Lunadas and Adel were both there, but uh, and Alexander. Tali is the only one who wasn't. But surely some of you guys remember something. Please. Yeah, dude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so the other half orc that's standing out here is going to whisper something to uh, this uh, 
the large half orc that's in your way with the top knot. And uh, he's going to sit there for a second. He's going to whisper something back. And he says, so let's say this is Bonebreaker's sword. Why bring it here? Do you have? Are you looking to trade it? Possibly. As a symbol of the Bonebreaker's authority over the Grass Isle, we figured we might be able to trade it, as well as provide our entertainment services, uh, in exchange for another artifact of insignificant power. You know how that goes. You own Grass Isles, we get something, just a silly little trinket, like uh, some sort of girdle. A girdle? You can buy those anywhere. Oh, but we're interested in a very specific one. Go on. Well, rumor has it is that there was an orc long ago, or half-orc, I suppose, who was a powerful wizard, looked upon disdainfully, understandably so, but he was also a great fighter. Ring any bills yet? What are you getting at, Dragonborn? If Juliet could sweat. So uh, the half-orc says to you, what are you getting at, Dragonborn? You let us in there. Leo Fine, the Girdle of Heroes, you get this sword. Think of the honor and the respect you get for it. So his eyes are going to narrow at you, and then the other half-orc is going to lean in and whisper something to the half-orc again. The half-orc in the top knot is going to say, Hmm, come with me. And then uh, he's going to motion you uh, to go through the gates. All right, we follow up with our core cart and dog and everything else. In tow. <laughs> so um, you're going to go into the camp. Half work that was uh, with Top Knot Dude is going to lead you through the, the center of this camp to this uh, large uh, wooden structure with the, the canvas roof. The guy with the top knot's going to fall behind you, and everybody is going to notice that they close the gates in behind you when you walk in. Neat. So, if you got us a TPK, I'm going to be so annoyed. <laughs> I'll be down. You're going to move through this camp, and you estimate there's probably about 700 half orcs in this place. Uh, you look around, and it appears that the uh, the fence goes all the way around this place and the only other opening is to the north of the camp facing uh, the volcano and how tall is the fence and um it's about what, 10 what feet is it tall. Made of? it's 10 feet tall and it's made out of wood and the tops of them have been um shaved down to a uh, point point all right it's made out of logs more accurate yeah so um you're going to look around and you're going to notice that um, even the women and children in this camp are currently armed. So it looks like they're on high alert and looking for a fight for somebody. As you uh, move through the camp, you're going to see uh, a bunch of people on this path that goes through the, the middle of these, uh, these houses and yurts um, start closing in behind you. And you're going to walk until you stop in front of this uh, this large wood structure with this tent. And the person who's been leading you through town is going to walk inside. And about uh, three or four minutes later, he's going to walk out. And following behind him uh, are three half-orcs. One is very large. And behind him is another one. Um, who's dressed in uh, hide armor and carrying an axe. And there's another one who looks pretty skinny for a half-orc that is dressed up kind of like this armor that's uh, uh, made out of, like, uh, twigs and sticks. And he's carrying a staff. The big one, he's dressed in chainmail, and he's carrying a uh, greatsword at his back. And he looks like he's got some sort of, like, uh, white war paint on his face and uh, it's also up and down his arms so he's going to uh, walk up to this group I'm Chief Jim Blackfist of the Free Clans of Mount Sunder what are you doing here in my camp um I step forward um, and do like a little bow I'm the humble 
Bard and leader of the group. My name is Alexander. Uh, we come from far away and we're, um, in addition to our purpose of giving enjoyment through song and such and um, our various skills, we are trying to find an, uh, an item that has piqued our interest, the Girdle of Heroes, I believe it is. And uh, we are trying to talk to you about this issue. The girdle, you say. We're here to both entertain and make a trade. He goes, I'll hear of the trade first. I hear you have Bonebreaker's sword. We do, and quite a wonder it is. Made of pure adamantium, even. And in return, we only ask for a more worthless object to you, the Girdle of Heroes. And he's going to say, bah, bah, the Girdle of Heroes. The magic trinket trifle, to be sure. He goes, can I see the sword? Juliet's going to motion to Adel to show the sword. I show it again. Like, ta-da! <laughs> it's fancy wings. He's going to motion um, for you to hand it to him. I see with your eyes, not with your hands, man. Do you say it, that to it, him? No. <laughs> that is not a good Adel's one with the sword. I grab the sword from Adel's hand and hand it to the orc. <laughs> so um, this uh, half-orc's going to take this sword, and he's going to swing it you know, over his head and, and go through some positions with it, because it looks like he's adept with a, uh, a great sword. And then he's going to inspect it for a while. And he's going to turn around and uh, look at the uh, one half-orc that was dressed in like that uh, wooden armor and uh, say to him, Shaman, I don't know if this is authentic. Will you take a look? And then he's going to hand this sword to this uh, half-orc in that wooden armor who you now know is uh, a shaman in the tribe. He is going to study it for a while and uh, hand it back to the chief and says, I, I think, believe it is authentic. The uh, chief's going to say, I am Chief Blackfist, leader of this clan. This weapon should be mine by right. Yours by right? You didn't earn this sword at all. And he's going to say, I don't believe that you did either. You probably stole it. I did no such thing. And he's going to say, prove it. All the scars have healed away. It's a little harder <laughs> than I thought. Scars don't heal away. Yeah, they do. We have magic. Exactly. Alexander, tell the tale. So just to recap out of character. So he actually did fucking... Uh, we killed the party that had the sword and then we just took it from him, right? Uh, just the one guy. And then we sort of convinced the others that, Hey, your dude's dead. Leave us alone now. Okay, so I have an idea. So... We let's assume that uh, he thinks that the leader of the Grass Isles would have this sword, right? Yes. Um, so if with major illusion, I can fabricate anything that comes to my mind, right? Uh, believe so. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, I speak up to the half orc who's asked us to prove it. I tell him that I can. Uh, conjure up an illusion to reenact the the honor fight between uh, Adel and the uh, the owner of the sword. And he's going to say, that'll prove nothing but your lies, mage. And then he spits on the ground. I want you to prove it to me in combat. Who's the person who slew the owner of this weapon? I stand oh. up. Sit down. I was the one who slew him. You're just holding it for me. I said, bitch. Stop lying. We'll see who's saying the truth. Who you think's holding a sword? Technically, it's Tim. <laughs> Can I have my sword back, please? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's his by right, he says. What are you going to do to take it from him? He's going to tongue wrestle him for it. So this, Hell uh, yeah. this half-orc uh, is going to take this sword and hand it to one of the shamans and pull out his greatsword and say, I'm okay. waiting. Uh, can I, do I get my sword back? What are you talking about? No, you're, about? Not, you're not getting that sword back. 
All right, cool. That's how it's gonna be. Okay. You Don't you have some... sword? I'm gonna go to the cart and put on my armor. Okay. So they're gonna sit there for fair. ten minutes while you put on your armor. And you didn't sell your other sword, did you? I think you held on. I it, right. No, I did not. I'm pretty sure you sold your other sword to get that war, war pick and shield. Oh, I, I definitely sold. Uh, I don't have my 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 other sword. Is what I meant. Okay. While he's putting on armor, I'm gonna go over and uh, give him a bit of bardic inspiration. You know. Cacao. Give him some juice. So, uh, Adel, you want to um, place your character up here? Yeah, one sec. Uh, they're already on there. Yep. Somehow. As I, uh, I'm walking over there, I uh, cast Shield of Faith on myself. And uh, when you do that, he says, no cheating, no magic. How is it cheating? I, I sold something very valuable for, for such powers. I don't give a shit. Well, I don't give a shit either. Okay, so probably about 15 or 20 half orcs. You're going to start filing in behind him. Go, Adel. I'm going to do that fucking <laughs> Jon Snow thing where he charges the whole fucking... <laughs> that is a terrible idea. It's a great idea. But I do recommend not using magic to make it fair, you know. Yeah, Just don't get crap out of him. Fine. So no magic. this is an honor fight. What little honor Adel actually has. Exactly. Yes. I actually have, uh, my character has a lot of honor for himself. So what's your current armor class? Uh, it is, it's 18. Ni or 19? 19 with a shield, right? I believe so. Yeah. What, what kind of armor are you wearing? Full plate? I'm wearing splint, but then I get a plus one because I went with a defensive trait in, uh, AC. Uh, and then I went, and then uh, I got my shield. Shield is plus two. But, uh, yeah. That make you. If you have 17 for spin armor, plus one for defense, and then plus two for the shield, that's 20. Thanks. All right, uh, get an initiative. Click on your character first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, surely he's wow. going to beat this uh, six, but yeah, you got a four. Eh. So Not he, the fastest. He's going to charge at you, and he's going to swing down his greatsword. All right. Uh, that's a 17. That's going to miss. And then yep. he's going to take his second attack. And that's a 13. That's going to miss. Dope. Okay, you're up. Kick his ass, sea bass. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Don't um, you have a, a ticket for bardic inspiration that you can use? I do. I kind of want to save that for like, uh, like a saving throw in case I have to make one, depending on how well this goes. Uh, so I'm gonna do. I'm gonna swing. Can I? Uh, can I like grapple somebody's? I'm gonna grapple him. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. With my first attack. Do I just make an athletics? Athletics. Post. Ooh, 27. Yep, that's going to be natural 20. All right, so he's grappled. Now you have advantage on the rest of your attacks. I do. Uh, and now he's also restrained. Okay. Because of my gra grappler feature. He wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> All right. I'm going to use my war pick. And uh, I'm going to try and drive it into his liver. Okay. That's a 23. Uh, that'll hit. Seven damage. All right. I'm going to whittle this bastard down. He's going to laugh at you. <laughs> and he is going All to right. take his uh, greatsword and swing it down at your head. Cool. I got helmets for that. Uh, that's a 15. That'll miss for the first one. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that is a 17 that'll miss. Yes. All right, you're up. Cool. How can uh, gonna make a another great sword attack, or not a great sword? Uh, um, what the fuck's it called? War pick. That's okay. a 10 that'll miss. Yeah, war pick. I have advantage though. 
That'll miss two. That's a 13. Jesus Christ. All right. My turn's over. All right. So he is going to take two more swings at you. That's a 12. That'll miss. Yes, and it will. That is a 19. Does that hit? I have a 19 AC. So that hits. You, you should have 20 with this shield. Oh, yeah. Sorry. All right. Well, that misses. Sorry. All right. You're up. I am going to hit him again. I kind of like the idea of these two just sort of like smacking at each other and mostly not hitting. 19. Uh, that'll hit. And, uh, I mean, it's usually just like them blocking it or redirecting the strike. It's not necessarily that they just dodge it. Slap fight of the century. Yeah, All right. Jim Blackfist. That's uh, eight damage. All right, cool. I got a natural 20. For what? The second. Oh, second. I have an advantage. All right, so roll your damage and crit table. Cool. Roll another D8 for your uh, Oh, I do? Yeah, it's a a crit. Cool, that's like 20... 20. No, 16. No, 11 plus 9. You you don't get your bonus for both of the D8 rolls. It's 2D8 plus 4 with a crit. Okay. So I just just re-roll... 2d8. So 5 plus 7 plus 4. Okay. 16. Uh, let, me, let me roll that d20. Uh, you got a 1 on your d20 roll. Oh, I did. I didn't know. Well, no, it said 1s20. I think it didn't understand. That's oh, okay. Good. So roll your uh, d20. 17. Alright, that uh, attacker gets combat advantage on next turn, so that doesn't affect you because you already had it. <sighs> Alright. All right. uh, I believe it's his turn. I made my two attacks. All right. Did that hurt? <laughs> he's going to laugh at you again. He said well, that feel tickles like he... a bit. Uh, so his first attack is a seven. That'll miss. We're just having like a slap fight. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the next one's a 20. That'll hit. All right. You're going to take... 2d8 plus five. No, he's not using bone breaker. He's using his longsword. Uh, so that'll be nine damage. Cool. All right, you're up. Thank you. Oh. So that 19 and 22 will both hit. Cool, cool. Uh, 10 damage for the first, and that'll be 15 damage altogether. And one of those gets through his damage resistance, the other one doesn't. Why you say that? I'm guessing that he's, you know, another half orc barbarian. Probably tons and tons of damage resistance. Metagame. Yep. Next up is he's going to take uh, another two swipes at you. Uh, that's a twenty. That'll hit. And next one is oh, that's a crit fail. <laughs> Hell so, yeah! So the first one you are going to take thirteen damage. Okay. And uh, he's stunned until the next uh, the end of uh, his uh, next turn. Cool. So basically, you're going to take two turns. Dope. I'm going to go ahead and roll. Stunned. Yeah, he's stunned. I'm going to go ahead and roll four 20s. The, that'll be your first set of attacks. All right, so that's the first round of attacks. Do this? Do any of this, like, 16s hit or anything like that? Uh, 16s don't hit. All right, cool. Uh, wait. All right. Well, eh, fuck it. I'll swing again since I've got another turn. That one's a, a 23 will hit. And that's so, 23 and 21. Yep, those are both hit. Alright, cool. 10, 16. Alright. All together. So, he's going to come back to his senses, and he is going to try to get out of your grasp. So, oh. give me an athletics check. Cool. You got a 21. I got a 15. Alright, so he is able... He was getting out of that regardless. Yeah, so he's able to, like, take his arms and, like, uh, break out of the way. Like, push your arms to the side. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, you're up. Cool. Um, I'm going to grapple him again. Okay. If it ain't broke. Exactly. It's a 23. So that's a 16. So he's like, stop it. (laughs) Okay. And I'll use the rest of my other attack action. Uh, nope, that doesn't work that way. <sighs> Alright. So, so you're saying I need to use my attack action, then grab him. 
No, it doesn't work that way. You grappling him is an action. Attack is an action. Okay. So, like, if you attack, you get two attacks. But you can't, like, grapple and then attack, because that would be two actions. Make sense? Kinda. All right, so he is going to take a swing at you. Uh, that's a 23. That hits. eight damage. Or no, actually, that would be 10 damage. And the next one's a 12. That's going to miss. So 10 damage? Yeah, 10 damage. My turn? Yep. I'm going to try and sweep the leg with my pickaxe while also, you know, jabbing it into his leg. <laughs> so you're going to attack. Yeah, pretty much. That's 12. That'll miss. That's a 23. That'll hit. 12 damage altogether. All right, he's up. He is going to take his uh, great sword and try to ram it through your chest. Cool. Got shields for that, though. That's a 7 that's going to miss. Yeah. Go bing! And that's a 19 that's going to miss. Yep. Ba -ba 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 -ba. I can't wait to get plate armor. All right, you're up. Cool. Um, should I go for the grapple again? I'm going to go for the grapple again. Okay. Uh, again. He got a nine. Again. All right. I'm pretty sure I can beat that. 25. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. like grab the shit out of him. All right. Ne he's up next. He is going to try to break that grapple. Got to get a 25 or higher. No, it's opposed again. So that's uh, going to be a 21. Get it, you roll again. 24. Yep, yeah. ah! You can't get out. Fucking hulking out. All right, he's going to try to break your grapple again. Wait. No, because now Oliver gets to go, right? Uh Oh, yeah, that's right. Oliver. Denying me turns. Yeah, because otherwise that would have broken the shit out of grapple in a bad way. Uh, 20. One more. So, 21 and 23. Uh, those both hit. Holy shit. All right. 24 damage. That's pretty great. All right. He is going. Got max damage rolls. He's going to attack you with his great sword. All right. Uh, that's a crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one is a 25. To hit. To hit? Well, don't yep. you have to check out the red fail first? I would think so. Because, like, what if he drops his weapon? Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, he got uh, nothing. What? He, got, he, he rolled a one, so that that's... Hold on. Well, no, hold on. I think I rolled the wrong one. Nope, that's right. So he got a one. Nothing so happens? Nothing happens. Okay. Uh, is it... All right, so what? It, what's the damage? Oh, no, hold on. I was looking at the wrong thing. Uh, so one... Uh, you damage your weapon and take a negative one penalty to attacks for the duration of the encounter until you can repair your weapon. So <laughs> that is amazing. So uh, he still hits. So he like breaks it. So he partially breaks his sword on my shield. Uh, he probably like uh, like takes a nick out of it or something. I would assume a decent nick because a negative one's nothing to laugh at. Uh, he bent sure. it on Adel's thick skull. So uh, the second uh, attack still hits. How much damage? Uh, 12 damage. And you're up. So that would put you at 22, or no, 18, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, this is getting down to it. All right. Once again, with, the, with that sweet advantage, that's a natural 20. So 22, unnatural, and 25, natural. Uh, those both hit roll the crit table? Uh, yep. Natural 20 on the crit oh, table. Oh, So that's death blow. Let's Attack go. rolls. <gasps> roll a d20 one more time. Don't get another 20. Don't get another 20. Five. Okay. So, uh, you got a 20. If you rolled another 20, it would have instantly killed him. Okay. Um, but, uh, the target, uh, loses 50% of their current HP. If the target is below 10% of their maximum HP, they're instantly taken to zero. So he wasn't below 10%. So... That 50%. That. So roll damage? Uh, yeah. Or is it max damage? No, you'll uh, roll your damage. Uh, well, you Regularly? Won't roll, 
you won't roll damage for that crit. Because okay. what it does is it takes whichever is higher, 10% or damage. So, well, yeah, go ahead and roll your damage to see if it's higher than the 10%. 50%, but yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, 50%. Roll so, there you go. Um, so 5 plus 12, 17. 13? Don't get your plus 4 bonus both times. Oh, okay. Um, so the 50% was actually higher, so you'll take that damage. Uh, he'll take 15%. He, he takes 50% of his current hitch, hit points, which is That's higher, a shit ton. Which is higher than what you rolled in damage. Okay, cool. Which, if you can come out like swinging on like a dragon or something in the first round, that would be devastating. Oh, yeah. Alright, so roll your damage on your other attack. Okay. Eight. Alright. I at least maimed the shit out of him. Alright, uh, his attack. Uh, you look at him and he is looking pretty rough. He's like doing this like bob sway back and forth after that attack. And, awesome. Uh, he unsteadily raises his great sword above his head and he's going to take his attack at you. Cool. Uh, the first one is a 15. That'll miss. Yes. Uh, the second one is a 22. Fuck. Alright. How much damage? Uh, that'll be 10 damage. Cool. Let's fucking go. All right, you're up. My turn. Cool. So does a 15 hit or a 14? No, all those attacks miss. Fuck. Down to the wire. Yep. So his next attack's a 19. And the next one's a crit fail. Yes. Seriously injure yourself, Jim. Come on. Uh, Come that's on. exactly what he got. Hurt <laughs> You hurt yourself yes. with the attack. 1d8 damage. Cannot take the attacker to 0 HP. Okay. So it did bring him down to 1 if he does hurt himself? Uh, let me roll d d8. Or like... Uh, he only takes 1 damage. <laughs> Alright. Which is nothing. <laughs> kind of what I said. Uh, let's see. You're up. Okay. Sorry, wrong button. One, three. So that second attack's gonna hit. 23 and 21. Like the first hit? Like this, yeah. Yep. Uh, one of the attacks does. So nine damage. All right. He's still up, but he's looking really rough. Uh, he's gonna if take I can his fucking attack survive. That's a 23 for 10 damage. Fuck! I'm out! Swear to God, if you're fudging rolls, I'll kill you. I mean, you have Bardic Inspiration. Oh, shit, I'll use that then. Uh, I don't believe that works for to add your AC. Does yeah, it? not for AC. No, for not for AC. It's for, like, skill checks and attacks. Can I? Can it give me health, maybe? No. <laughs> so he is going to take, like, this, this swing at you, and he is going to take you down, and in the process of taking you down, he's going to collapse to the ground. So it's a draw. Uh, no, he's he's not unconscious. He's like, I mean, uh, he's sitting there. He's basically sitting in the dirt, like heavily panning, and he's got like he's covered in blood. And uh, I feel like I won in a way. <laughs> if so, nothing else, you proved that you could have won that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, the uh, shaman's going to come up, and he is going to heal. Um, uh, Chief Jim Blackfist here. And uh, he's going to heal you as well. For how much? Uh, he's going to give you back uh, two hit points. So I'm conscious. Yeah, you're conscious. Is the duel over? Yeah, it's over. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to cast Lay on Hands on myself. Okay. All of, all of my points, which I believe... 25. Yeah. So, uh... Chief Jim's going to look at you and say, <laughs> I haven't had a fight like that in quite a while. I can see how you may have bested the leader of the Grass Isle. Yes. You got anything to drink? I need a drink. He's going to nod over to uh, Barry Bloodfoot over here, his lieutenant. 
and he's going to bring you a uh, wine skin. I'm going to drink all of it. <laughs> it's filled with acid. Fair enough. <laughs> Delicious acid. So yummy. Do I need to make a con check for the booze? Yeah. All right. So he's going to say, you've earned my respect. We could talk of a trade, but I, I need some time to rest. Okay. I smile. All two of my teeth are just missing. <laughs> he says, we'll, we'll find you some accommodations in the camp, but don't go wandering around. You're our guest for now. I, I don't think I'm going to be going anywhere in Simpson. Guys, I don't know if I can keep doing this. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Okay. My skull is like, <laughs> it's got like a, a bowl in it. <laughs> got like a soft spot. <laughs> so uh, you actually got him down to one hit point. Fuck! I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. God damn it. So um, the uh, he's he's gonna get up, like propping himself up on his sword, and uh, Barry Bloodfoot over here is going to uh, help him inside this tent. And two of these uh, half-orcs that's in his uh, entourage of these uh, 20 half-orcs that kind of form this semicircle around him um, are going to break off from the crowd, and uh, they're going to come up uh, to Adel, and they're going to help him up off the ground, and they're going to look at him and say, come with us. Are you not entertained? <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> Ludodas is going to grab uh, Bonebreaker's sword by the handle and sort of drag it, you know, as best he can. That heavy ass mother thing. Oh, yeah. you, you don't have Bonebreaker's sword. Barry uh, Bloodfist has uh, picked it up. Well, then I guess Ludodas will just follow. You can try God to ask damn for it. it. I knew I was like thinking in my head if I can make it like two more rounds he's dead like easily like he has to be if not this this is all like a fucking ruse and I'm I'm already fucked bamboos down to the wire that was really impressive you're welcome <laughs> not necessarily the most interesting fight just because it was just attacks back and forth for like, 20 rounds that's what happens when Titans clash, dude. <laughs> if I was using magic, he'd been dead way earlier. Yep. I would have been like fucking like 2d8, 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 which would have averaged my damage out to like 13 a hit. They're going to lead you over um, to some. Let me pull you over here to the Bonebreaker camp so you can get an idea of what's going on. So oh, it's so pretty. So currently this fight took place like right here over beside this, these tents. In this little clearing? Yeah. Near the chief's palisade. I would assume so. So what they're going to do is they've got some uh, tents over here that are reserved for like, uh, I guess, guests or whatever. So they're going to move you over to this uh, tent right here closest to uh, the big uh, yurt that he's got. And they're going to guide you to there. And half is going to say, this is yours for the night until you parlay with the chief's over don't wander too far. You might get hurt inside the camp. Alunadas is going to make Adel a nice nourishing vegetable stew. Fucking vegetable stew. So uh, I think that's probably a good place to end it. Adel always manages to find a fight. Even when Juliet finds it for him. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling size favor, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Are annoying adventurers stealing your treasure and slaying ye hard-earned magical beasties? An expertly crafted dungeon may just be what ye need. Hell, I'm Brog Stoneshield Jr. of Stoneshield and Sons Dungeon Contractors. When me pal started this business, he had but one philosophy. Help people protect what they worked so hard to get. We have free in-tower consultations to design a lair just for ye needs. Our expert dwarven stonesmiths will help you build a dungeon of your dreams 
and we can work with any budget. Spike traps, we got them. Flame pillars, no problem. Bottomless pits, we're the best in the business. Do you already have a dungeon and want to upgrade? We can help make it even more secure. With a combined 600 years of experience, there's no dungeon too big or too small. We do them all. Just contact Stone Shield and Sons Dungeon Contractors for all your dungeon needs. The music you heard on this episode was Anguish, Mystery Bazaar, Minstrel Guild, Teller of the Tales, and Long Road Ahead by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. License under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.